Your friends suck. Was that good? Yeah. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Your Friends Suck, the podcast where we talk about all of the things that your sucky friends don't want to talk about. Um, all of them. All of them. Every single thing. Uh, this week, we're starting off. First of all, Alyssa has finished her digital minimalism uh, book, and has your life been changed? Like, are we going into 2022? We're getting rid of our cell phone. How are we feeling? <laughs> I'm a new woman. No. Um, I, I really think it's an important thing to read or listen to because uh, mm-hmm. I feel like I've gotten so much out of it. Like a lot of it is stuff, you know, you already know, like, hey, we're all addicted to everything. Uh-huh. Um, you know, companies are using us, like our emotions to make money, like that kind mm-hmm. of stuff where you're like, I kind of already knew that. But yeah, um, it's just been nice to kind of reevaluate how I spend my time. Like I, mm-hmm. I've kind of I haven't been watching TV as much. Okay. And um, I've been off my phone. I still haven't been on social media. I'm thinking about getting back on that in a well, few Alyssa weeks. Alyssa literally texted me at one point. I was like, if Taylor Swift does anything, you have to tell me. And like, <laughs> I honestly am the worst person. Like, you shouldn't have asked me to do that because I don't have, like, notifications turned on for anything. So, like, I, I won't yeah, know. But I'll failed try. me. Yeah, yeah, I did. But I uh, – it was a totally song with Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Like <laughs> – but it was like my mom sent it to me. And I'm like, I'm usually the person sending her stuff. So I was like, That's wow. Funny. You like, know what? It's okay. A little delay in finding out Taylor Swift information isn't always the worst. Very true. But yeah, no, I mean, it's just, it's it's interesting because I, like, it, it just seems obvious, but like until you're doing it, it's not. Like, I wanted to knit. I wanted to read. And I'm like, I don't have any time for this. But like, since I've been putting my phone down, like, mm-hmm. I have time for those things. Like I've been reading more and I've been knitting more and, you know, more present and okay Mm -hmm. with silence. And I think that's important because I feel like since the pandemic, a lot of people, myself, obviously kind of use my phone as like a little crutch um, Mm -hmm. and TV. So like, I think it's important to kind of step out that. So definitely would recommend. And if you are listening and you've read it, I find me on something, not social media because I'm not on there. Um, I'd like to chat. Send a send an email to our your friend suckpod at gmail.com. That'd be perfect. <laughs> um, so okay, you said you might be coming back to social media. So like, are you thinking of like how how after reading all of this and like having this time away from it, like what how what capacity would you want to incorporate it back in? Yeah. So like that's another thing. As I was like going along on this book, like mm-hmm. I started out, I was like, I'm gonna do one hour a day, and then mm-hmm. like I'd get a few more chapters. I'm like. I'm going to do 30 minutes a day. <laughs> like, oh it just like, I it was like, Oh God. Um, so right now I've actually settled on 10 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. Um, which honestly is, is more than even the person who wrote the book would recommend. Um, uh, but for me, it's important to kind of be in the know. So I figured, you know, five minutes at the beginning of the day, five minutes at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't need to be on it. Like I, I've kind of realized a lot of the time, like I get what I came for in the first like few minutes. And okay, then that's fair. yeah, especially algorithm knows what you're wanting to see. Exactly. So it's so. all coming to me. The only thing that's going to be hard is TikTok. I don't think I could spend 10 minutes yeah yeah that's definitely like one of those like you definitely have to like put in the time to get the reward on <laughs> yeah exactly which I think I, I mean it holds a different value right like the other social media is a lot of it is just creeping or comparing or yeah. learning things. whereas TikTok I feel like if you're on the right algorithms you can learn things or mm-hmm. like that's how I find a lot of the books that I want to read and oh stuff my like that so like yeah. book talk has changed my life truly exactly so I think 
I'll be a little bit more lenient with that, but I want to do about 10 minutes total. Yeah. Everything I, else. <laughs> yeah, I um have it in my Libby for the audiobook because I just know myself it'll be faster if I do it that way. Yes. Um, interested to see. I uh, I obviously am someone who goes back and forth between like I'm like it's just a part of our like our parents had to fight in war. Not our parents. Our grandparents had to fight in wars, <laughs> and we have to fight against Instagram. I don't really know. <laughs> so we all pick a struggle. Um, but I kind of go back and forth with my feelings about social media. I haven't been on my phone as much in the past like two weeks, and it's been kind of nice but I haven't also really been filling that time super productively so we'll see if that gets better (laughs) um oh what I was gonna say was are you also doing no spend February oh yes I am and I'm counting down the day (laughs) okay so I decided I think what I'm doing is like I have my 12 week goals or whatever I think I'm going through the entire 12 weeks of no spend that's incredible. With that being said, do I have a new Pinterest? <laughs> do I have a new Pinterest board of all the things that I would possibly want to purchase after it's over? Yeah, that's what I I was telling my sister. I was like, I'm so excited. I want to buy like whatever. I forget what it was. Yeah. and she was like, What's the point of doing it if you're just gonna like spend it March for something? You know what? Like, well, here's the thing: is that I like, think people have that perspective, but there has been so many things that I have gone online to look and be like, Oh wait, how much is that? How much is that? How much is that? That mm-hmm. I haven't purchased, and that like those things I put on there are things that like. I have thought about multiple times. I'm like, you know what? I would actually like that. And also the glory of a Pinterest board is that I can take it away at any point and be mm-hmm. like, okay, I don't want this anymore. But it's it's one of those things where I didn't realize how much, even just like random stuff like Amazon or just random books or like whatever that just kind of end up sitting for a while. It does definitely make you reflect on that for sure. Yeah, no. And I think just in general, like the way that he kind of goes in depth, I'm really excited for you to read it. I think Mm -hmm. after or listen to it after you should, we should do an episode on it because like, there's just different things that like you, you didn't realize like are purposely, like it talks about how, um, when Facebook first started not to get like too in depth in this, we have a whole other topic, but, um, (laughs) it, it talked about how Facebook in like has, has the face recognition so Mm -hmm. that you can tag people and it's like, okay, but like, why? Like, mm-hmm. it's because of that hit of dopamine you get when it's like, oh, this person thought of me because I've been tagged mm-hmm. in this photo. Yeah. Like, it's just little things like that where you're like, wow, that does like, oh, whenever yeah, you see like, behind so everything. Many, yeah. And it's just scary. And I don't like being controlled. So here we are. <laughs> I just love, <laughs> just kidding. I'm like, I love following trends. I fucking love. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. yeah. I think it's, it's an, it's an interesting topic. We'll have to talk about another time. I honestly, the the um the longer I've done the no spend thing the more I've actually like appreciated some of the random stuff I have the issue I'm running into is that as we approach summer as I don't think I own a pair of shorts (laughs) that actually fit me so I'm like "Mm, that might be like the first thing I actually have to buy once we get out of this but it's not like I'm depriving myself of anything I'm still like going and seeing movies which actually I don't even pay for that either so I guess I'm really paying (laughs) for nothing um but I'll be interested to see because I've wanted to do a no phone weekends uh for a month and I'll have to do this and then maybe sometime that sounds very scary but I'm here for you I support you like uh, I have been I have to have my phone on like uh, the ring and the text probably still but I would just probably just not use any social media on Saturday Sunday well, and what I've been utilizing is like I put my phone away and mm-hmm. then I use my watch. So like for the most part, the only notifications on there are calls or texts. So if it's yeah. something important, I can go back to my phone. Mm-hmm. 
but he even recommends there's this um there's this phone called like a light phone which is literally it's like an extension of your phone so you can leave your phone at home and all that light phone does is like text and call like it literally looks like an ebook so we should just go we honestly should just go back to flip phones and then just have like a tablet (laughs) that's yeah i think so yeah (laughs) oh yes but um uh we're getting close to march we're literally almost at the end of february do you have any march goals like you're thinking about as we head into the new month um i'm not sure obviously Uh, we're not doing no spend for another month (laughs) yeah no thank you when it so what is that up for you when is the uh the end of march okay um yeah i'm not doing that (laughs) i applaud you (laughs) um but no i i don't know i think definitely like implementing a lot of the stuff I learned from this month and, mm-hmm. and all of that. Cause I mean, obviously it's going to be a challenge to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm already struggling with, with certain things. Like I've been sick the last few days and I just want to like go on social media and, Indulge, yeah. and yeah, <laughs> or, or whatever. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, get, get back to me. Maybe I'll have more ideas sure. next episode. What about you? Anything else? Um, I, for March, I'm doing, I uh, have to run every day. <laughs> Oh, fine. For 10 minutes at least. So it doesn't have a distance attached to it. But um, I was going to do it in February and then I put it off because I was like, snow. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it was, it was one of the ones that like, there was a time where I was running pretty consistently outside. And because we're getting into warmer weather, that hopefully that makes the inclination to want to do that a little easier. 100%. For sure. Um, so today's topic, we were actually talking about 2022 trends and forecasted trends. Um, I know we're already like a month in to, well, almost two months into <laughs> the year. Um, but literally, it feels like New Year's happened yesterday, but also three years ago. Um, so there's some interesting stuff. Uh, Alyssa found a couple articles. I actually listened to one singular podcast that gave me a plethora of knowledge. Um, but we are starting with home trends for 2022. Yeah. Um, so I, I have quite a few. I don't know if you want to go first. Um, I can't cause I have less. Uh, okay. so <laughs> basically the, uh, podcast, um, oh gosh, I sent it to you and now I don't want to butcher the name. Um, the podcast is called Teach Me Something New. Um, and basically it's a woman interviewing experts and asking them questions about different things. And it is the, I believe, oh gosh, I don't want to get her title wrong. The CEO or top forecaster of Well and Good, which is a brand that oh, typically for, brand. yes, they typically forecast things pretty accurately in the um, wellness space. They basically go in and interview different companies and see what they're looking to sell in the next year. Um, talk to like chefs and be like, all right, what food trends are we looking at? Like what things are we going to be incorporating into our diets and stuff like that? So for home, They actually didn't do um, home as a category until last year, but it became so prevalent because of COVID and everyone being stay at home. Yeah. So obviously last year, like a lot of stay at home things and like people getting entertainment at home instead of going out for it. Um, One of the things that she mentioned was specifically like designing kitchens to be more sustainable. So more so looking at the Tupperware that we have or finding ways to store food that doesn't have plastic or buying foods and products that don't come in bags or things that um, can be sustainable. And I have seen a lot of uh, grocery shops 
or grocery shops, Jesus Christ, grocery stores, <laughs> um, where they are focused on sustainability. So you go in and you either provide a bag for yourself for those certain things, or you have to bring jars in, um, yeah. or you have to purchase something that's reusable there. But I thought that was uh, interesting that we're moving towards specifically more sustainable kitchens and also looking at Rogue is blocking the mic. Um, looking at <laughs> using composting more in the kitchen instead of letting things just kind of go to waste. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, is that all you had? Oh, do you want me to keep? I didn't know if you want me to keep going. Oh, we can. No, we can keep. We can go back and forth. Mine's kind of like I, it's interesting because yours is kind of like more, um, like action items, whereas mine are kind of like design. So it's interesting. Okay, I think it's a good yeah. Choice. I yeah. I steered clear of design uh, topics because I had seen what your articles were and I was like, okay, I'm going to try to find something slightly different. Yeah, perfect. Okay, so um, one of the home trends I found, so the every girl is like my Bible. I learned everything from there. (laughs) I don't even know if the trends are real or just what the bloggers are pushing, but I will follow (laughs) them to the end of the earth. Um, The first thing that they had was maximalism, which is every hoarder's dream. I Um, have seen this. (laughs) Yeah, so it has been more popular to like, have a shit ton of frames and one wall or like neon signs, like just like Mm -hmm. what it sounds like, just having a lot of loud statement pieces. Mm -hmm. I'm here for it. I mean, it's stressful. I do it in not a cute way, in a hoarder way. So it's stressful, but I feel like if I could, you know, put Mm -hmm. my mind with a a interior designer that maybe I could achieve that. Yeah. It's more of like eclectic thing. Like it's like a, yeah. you have like 10 frames, but they're all different and all different colors, but they do go cohesively together. It's just like, they're not, so it's not so minimalism where everything is the same. Exactly. That's interesting. Uh, I have seen that a lot of different places. Um, another, the other one that I have about the kitchen specifically is that there's actually new refrigerators that are coming out that are um, help to keep food fresh as long as possible. Oh. And so this is something that we think a lot of people are going to start investing in, like this year and then the coming years. Um, it's fresh by design. I can't remember the specific brand. I'm not kidding. I took these notes in my car. Um, <laughs> but basically, it's designed to keep food fresh for three times longer than your average refrigerator. And basically, what it does it it adjusts automatically the humidity and the temperature in the fridge to help keep products uh that's dope. better longer so that's a very interesting like not one of those things that you i would ever think of be like no a fridge is a fridge you don't need to you don't need to reinvent the wheel yeah but we're reinventing the refrigerator i suppose yeah i can't help but think about the fact that like the world's ending and that's why a lot of these things are coming to light like hey we should okay. make food last longer so because- she yes one of the top <laughs> trends obviously is sustainability she kind of was saying that it is obviously a through trend almost every year but it has mm-hmm. like the the um wellness products that they're seeing that are trending are more focused on sustainability and it's because of Honestly, I think we're all at home actually reading things sometimes. <laughs> and so instead of like being out and distracting ourselves the last couple of years, we've been like, oh my God, the earth is dying. Yeah. No, it's getting harder to avoid for some people. And I mean, I'm here for it. Don't get me wrong. But it's like, there's just that like, like thing creeping in the background that's like, hey, you want to know why this is happening? <laughs> Literally. There's um, a reason for everything. Yeah, exactly. Um, so kind of in that same space of the kitchen, um, updated entertaining spaces. So obviously people are like raring to go um, with the pandemic slowly mm-hmm. fading out, um, slowly fading out. 
they um they're like you know upping their kitchen like having yeah. funky tabletop pieces like stuff to be like hey welcome to my home it's been a minute like yeah it's getting more intentional as opposed to just kind of like this is my space let's be here like I, I don't want to say like presentational but almost just like functional yes like exactly. it's a this is a game table and my dining room table or like something like that yeah okay um mini vertical farms which I'm sure you've probably seen. Everyone has seen somebody grow an avocado in their window at some point (laughs) in the last two years. (laughs) Um, But like the woman who was doing the interviewing was saying that she has like a little lettuce one. And she's like, yeah, I literally just cut off the whatever for my salad. And like, it's already there. Is it like Um, an arrow garden? uh, She mentioned a specific brand. So I'm not positive what brand exactly she's specifically mentioned, but um, just people like growing their own herbs and stuff within their home. Um, One, we weren't really leaving that much. So it was kind of like a fun little mini project to have. But like two, it is kind of nice to have that on hand fresh all all the time. Yeah. I was literally just talking about this with a coworker today. Mm -hmm. Um, Like it's so easy to regrow shit like you don't even think Uh about it like green onions like if you just save the little like rooted ends put Mm -hmm. that in water within two days you have new like whole new green onion yeah (laughs) like there's so many things that like you just put water in it and it regrows like I think that lettuce I I think that's what she was saying is like lettuce was super fast she's like it literally is like every like couple of weeks it's like a full thing again I need to look into that you should I think celery celery apparently could do the same too oh crazy well, duh. Like, we're, like, shocked that plants yeah. can regrow themselves. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Clearly far removed from science class. Mm-hmm. Emma, stop listening. Um, so something else design-wise, um, I'm going to kind of um, actually put these two together. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, antique vintage, vintage finds or just timeless, authentic styles. So, like, th- I feel like this has been a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially with like TikTok times, it's even like gotten uh, more prevalent, but like just in general, like finding random timeless pieces that are yeah. from like in the sixties or, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like stuff that's not, maybe not even functional, but like mm-hmm. design wise, it looks nice. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering too, like, I know that it's always like a thing of like a generation goes through a phase where it's like, everything is retro. And like, obviously like that's that goes in cycles but it does feel like we've been in like a two-year cycle of we're continuously going into like quote-unquote vintage style where it spans from 90s 80s 70s 60s like we go pretty far back so I don't know if it's if the the pandemic has something to do with that or if that's just always the cycle of trends because it doesn't feel like we're specifically focused on one decade it's just like we're we're seeing all of it right at one time so i'll actually hit on that a little bit um, in my future trend topics um but yeah no i think i think it definitely plays a part um i mean history repeats itself so i would expect I don't know. I just think it's funny because like the 80s was just out there. And I feel like for the most part, it hasn't been really like well, people are the, like, let's bring it back. Like they want to bring back the 70s. And well, and the thing you know. I think we're seeing right now is that we pulled from the 80s is we're seeing neon colors come back in yes. a big way. We went from we've had a lot of minimalism, neutral. Like the, Honestly, the Kardashians are a great indication of all future fashion trends. <laughs> I know that's such a weird thing to say, but they truly are. We yeah. had minimalism very basic colors we had things that you could change out with every single thing in your wardrobe and now we're seeing more of like 
chunky neon hoop earrings with your outfit you have on or neon heels or like just one piece that kind of stands out and I think that's Mm -hmm. what we're pulling from like the 90s is that or the 80s is that like bright neon color um and then like I feel like the 90s never go away (laughs) we (laughs) always have we always have like acid wash jeans forever so I think that just always will be around well and because you just brought that up that was another thing that's becoming a more trendy thing is the the 80s and 90s influences so Mm -hmm. like bringing back wallpaper and like squiggly mirrors and like you said pops of neon like that's Mm -hmm. all kind of coming back which I'm I'm here for uh like I've told you guys I've been watching golden girls Mm -hmm. and they have such interesting decor like Zach and I are just like I wonder if this was popular in the 80s and like we just like <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean like we don't know because we weren't there but um yeah no that's that's also like you said kind of making a, a comeback oh gosh well um the last thing that I have on mine is like nothing to do with any of those things <laughs> but it's that uh air purification companies are actually offering products that are more like have more inclusive price points um obviously mm. we uh just are dealing Our with poor. Yeah, well, yes, and there we're seeing a lot more air purification companies come out with things that are like below a hundred dollars, so that people can mm-hmm. kind of focus on that. Because I mean, obviously, with I mean California pollution, wildfires, things like that, they that's a general need in in everyday life. Whereas yeah. now, everyone with COVID kind of became more conscious of it. So that's something that they're forecasting for twenty twenty two to be something that people are, will be buying for their homes. Love to see that. Um... I, again, I, I like we're, I feel like we're just poor. So <laughs> I'm glad that people are catching on that. Like mm-hmm. if they want to sell their products, they need to lower the prices. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like just an inkling of caring well, it's about like, humanity. Oh, good air only for the rich. You know, you can only, if you're wealthy, you can have clean air. Yeah. No. Um, I mean, I love all of those things. I feel like that's all stuff I care about, and I'm which glad is, that it's becoming, like, mainstream. Which is funny because I feel like we flipped, like, topics. Like, the things that I'm really interested in you're talking about. Yeah. And the things <laughs> you're interested in I'm talking about. And hopefully our listeners are a little bit of both. A perfect. Um, okay, so I just have a few more for mine, mm-hmm. uh, design-wise. So I thought this was interesting, like saturation. So like not just painting the walls, but like painting the ceiling, the trim, the window, like all of that. Yeah. I'm kind of immediately. I don't know why I thought I was like, oh no, we're putting Instagram. No, I thought we were putting Instagram filters back on everything. I was like, oh shit. I was like, we're (laughs) you meant still for the home. Okay. Um yeah. (laughs) I have seen seen, uh people being like, okay, paint your ceiling and it makes it look like this. And I'm like, yeah, it does. (laughs) So why haven't we been doing that? I don't understand. It's definitely vibe. I'm over like the popcorn flowery. Mm. Like, is that necessary? Is that just a design? Like, you know what I mean? I think so I think it was trendy when a lot of houses were being built at a specific time because it's very easy to install and very inexpensive. Mm. Um, and other thing is that I think that the texture also can hide imperfections. <laughs> so a I, little dab like, here. <laughs> until I moved into this apartment, every apartment I had had a texture ceiling and I was like, there's a fucking reason to that. <laughs> like, yeah. There has to be. No, that's interesting. That makes sense. I'm just mm-hmm. over it and would gladly paint it. Um, and, and kind of on that note too, like I know we're talking about homes and a lot of people are in apartments and can't mm-hmm. do this. Like there's, I can't remember because I've been off TikTok, but there's a, a one girl specifically um, 
that does a lot of like decor, like easy like DIY for is rentals. She, is she blonde with glasses? I believe. Okay, so. I think she I had think like I know a high her. vaulted ce- ceiling. Yes, I think I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um. So like, it, it's so easy to be like, well, none of this applies to me, but like, mm-hmm. there's little things that can make a huge difference. For um, sure. So there's always that option, and then two last or two quick last things. Um, the color green. That is a concept. <laughs> the thing is, is that I was just thinking the other day about how much more I've enjoyed green as the older I've gotten. I'm like, am I just mature now that I like the color green? Because yeah. I have like my dresser, my end table are blue, like a mm-hmm. gray blue color. And I was like, I really want them to be like a deep forest green with like gold, like, ah, like finishings and stuff on them. And I was like, damn, is this just growing up? You just start liking all the colors you thought were ugly. <laughs> I honestly, I think so. Cause like past me, like I remember like my birthstone is emerald and I remember being like, mm, like I have such an ugly, like, mm. but now I'm in love with all things emerald. And like, I used to hate gold, like catch me not wearing that. Uh huh. And now that's all I wear. So like, I think that's just like a part of. Well, and I think up. like silver was so, well, first of all, Megan Fox's engagement ring, you were probably like, oh, we're into emerald now. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> um, one, two. Um, I think. Oh, I completely lost my train of thought. Oh no. Oh, <laughs> silver Fox was. Yeah, that. silver was super popular. Like I think when we were younger, it was like everyone mm-hmm. had silver everything. And I think like growing up, I was like, you know what? Actually, gold is better for my skin tone. <laughs> mm. I was like, that actually probably is more flattering on me. And so I think like I mean, it is trend. Like gold jewelry is definitely trendy right now. But I was like, honestly, long term, it probably looks better on me anyway. Yeah, for sure. And I think I've seen things that recommend silver for my pale ass skin. And I'm like, no. Nah. I think you could, honestly, though, you're pretty neutral that I think you could go either way. Wow. That's the best compliment. Like, I don't like, I don't way. think you're like a warm or cool, cool tone person, really. Like, you're pretty neutral. So I think you could wear either. That's very true. Okay. Last when you're, thing. when you're the color of a piece of paper, <laughs> I mean, you really can do it. All right, bitch. Anyway, <laughs> um, the last one I had was personalized spaces. So, mm-hmm. like, tastefully highlighting your interests or your travels. Like, okay. not having your photo book on the coffee counter, per se. However, like, different things that are just, like, kind of hinting. Like, hey, I've been here. Hey, I've done mm-hmm. this. Like, See, like, I can't decide part. if we're sliding back into Chugi or, like, what? Because, like, I feel like people would have said that that's Chugi <laughs> a little while ago. But, yeah, no. I would agree. But I think it's, I think tasteful is like the key okay. word. Like For you're sure. not like overdoing not it. Not everyone's going to do that, but we're, we can keep our fingers <laughs> crossed. <laughs> okay. Um, so that's all I had for home trends. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to go into your next? Uh, yeah, I can go into food. So food trends, there's not anything too crazy. Um, and actually we kind of got into like some, uh, drug trends in that food topic as well which is kind of funny um so basically the big trend that she thinks is gonna happen this year we had matcha we had oat milk we mm. had like all of like fucking bullet coffee or whatever the hell that <laughs> shit was um she's saying that sea greens and specifically kelp is going to be oh. something we're gonna see a lot more um mm. one it's a sustainable like food source and it's very easy to grow um we've already ruined all of the land so let's go into the ocean and also farm all that as well <laughs> I guess um but basically that yeah we're gonna start seeing like kelp and packaging and stuff like that um but it's very sustainable it's a good food source with uh, antioxidants iron rich and also is very nutrient dense so she's like you're gonna see it in your smoothies you're gonna see it in juices you're gonna see it in all kinds of foods but 
sea greens, specifically kelp, is going to be hot this year. So tell all your friends about it. I just uh, keep thinking about SpongeBob, like Diet Dr. Kelp. <laughs> yes. We're going to literally have, like, honestly, someone needs to jump on that right now and trademark it because, like, that has to be a thing. 1,000%. Um, she was saying like, so for milk specifically, like oat milk got really big in the last like two years. Um, she was saying like, obviously once they started researching milk, they're like milk, the milk alternatives are going to go on forever. Cause you can have pea milk, you can have bean milk, you can have oat milk, like you can get milk pretty much out of anything. <laughs> so she was saying that the trend that they're likely to see is that coffee shops are going to like start making their own specific milk blends um do i know what that means 100 percent? no so i'm guessing we're mixing an oat milk with a bean milk or something i don't know but that that will become trendy and like it's not necessarily going to be like a starbucks that does it it'll be like the coffee shop down the road that's like oh come to our shop we have this new blended milk of whatever and whatever i'm i'm here for that like i'm into that kind of shit so Mm -hmm. like bring it on i'm here for a little Soymond latte. Soymond latte. Um, one of the products that she actually mentioned to, well, the interviewer mentioned, um, I guess she had put money into this brand because she's like, I think this is going somewhere. The um, something that's going to be really popular next year is functional drinks. Um, so obviously, coffee probably has the staying power because people like coffee. They're getting something out of it instead of just like drinking it for no reason. Um, We're probably moving away from like juices and stuff like that, but more things that like, does it actually do something for me? Like it's almost like transactional, which is kind of weird to me. (laughs) Like, hello, juice. What can you do for me? Um, But something she did specifically mention was Magic Mind's uh, Magic Mind drink. And it's like a little shot and it has like matcha and antioxidants or something in it. Um, But basically, it's just, like, it's supposed to give you the focus that coffee should give you without giving you, like, jitters and stuff. Um, Oh, can you repeat that? (laughs) I think it was Magic Mind, and then it's, like, drink or, like, she said it's, like, just basically, like, a little shot. It's not, like, a whole drink that you, like, sip on forever. Um, But they were, like, the person that she was... The person from uh, Well and Good was like, wait, what was that called again? Yeah. <laughs> um, Let me write that down. Literally. But they're saying uh, fun- functional drinks are going to be the hot thing. Love to see that. I actually, it's funny because this past week, and I apologize, my dog is barking. I cannot help it. Um, <laughs> she, or she, I, I've been making green smoothies. So mm-hmm. we had a, a, a shit ton of spinach that was going to go bad. So I've just kind of been making my own, mm-hmm. like, thing and now I'm salty that like it's not cool anymore but like to to her point I've been like doing like for example like you can get the fancy green smoothie like powder Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff like what I noticed I was looking at all the different ingredients and one of the most consistent and like all those things are like $50 for 30 scoops and I'm like get the fuck out of here um (laughs) and I found that like the most common ingredient was wheatgrass so I was Mm -hmm. like okay so I found wheatgrass powder on Mm -hmm. Amazon for $16 and it's been lasting me past 30 days and I feel like I'm still if there are benefits to it I feel like I'm still getting that like I just I don't know I get the whole like I need stuff that actually works because I feel like Mm -hmm. it's all been kind of like like even with kombucha there's some kombucha that doesn't even have enough like probiotics to like actually benefit you like there's so many like sugars and everything else that it's like oh Mm -hmm. like so I get people consumerism and like 
mm-hmm. people catching on that like, hey, this doesn't actually do anything. So I'm here yeah. for that as well. Yeah, I've definitely moved away from like, oh, I get coffee for like the fun flavor to I get coffee to, yeah. to function <laughs> like a human. Um, so I totally understand that. has changed us. Yeah, 2020 has changed us for sure. Um, but yeah, that was basically all the food ones I had. But when she was mentioning that magic mind, like they basically are patent, like claiming that it's like the first Oh, gosh, I suck. I should have Googled this right before, but it's basically the first drink to help, like actually help, help mind clarity and stuff like that. But you'll have to look into it because um, it was it, when she was telling all of the the things that were in it. It does make sense as to why that would work. Yeah, um, I looked it up, and okay. it is sixty dollars a month. Oh, hundred percent for fifteen bottles. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't bottles, it. It's a hundred dollars a month. Yeah, but that doesn't. Shock me, brain Try to see if you can, drink. Like, see if you can find some matcha and adaptogens and nootropics and honey, and just do. Yes, it that's what it was. Yes, because <laughs> it was like they're they're trying to give you without the jitters. So like, obviously matcha and stuff like that. But um, and then just honey for taste is what she said. <laughs> it was funny, but yeah, it literally says on here, honey makes you happy. I'm like, yep. okay, perfect. Same. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but that is all I have for our food trends for twenty twenty two love to see it i'm here for them all okay so the last like overarching topic that i had was like fitness and health um basically i she must have talked about this on a previous episode which i'd be interested to go back but she was saying we're going to continue to see the decline of fitness influencers um she did not go into detail what exactly the reasoning behind that was like everything that she talked about had valid reason as to why we were um, moving away from certain things and towards other things. But that one, obviously they must've had a completely separate conversation about because I was like, wait, I'm interested. And then they went. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, yeah. And then the other two fitness things that they're talking about is that digital fitness become more personalized. There obviously mm. are a lot of people that went back out into the world and are doing exercise in person again. However, there are like a, good majority of people that never exercised before found home fitness and now are like wanting to stick with that. Um, so there's been a lot I've seen too, uh, in the fitness space where it's like the instructor can see you. It's a live class. They're there to modify things for you. There's now equipment where you pull like a cord. It tells you how strong you are. And they're like, here's a weight recommendation for what, like your strength level and stuff like that. Um, so just, much more personalized digital fitness and that um this i find ironic but maybe this was <laughs> filmed a little while ago <laughs> basically they said that cycling has staying power so we've obviously seen a spike in cycling over the last couple of years but that that likely will be um a trend that continues um even though peloton recently has been not having the <laughs> funnest time <laughs> they have not yeah they have not but it is something i mean cycling's been around forever and it has always remained like one of the most popular group fitness like formats yeah. so i mean i totally understand where that's coming from yeah definitely and the thing with the personalized fitness like it's so expensive like honestly oh, it is the the one thing you were talking about with the cable like I don't need all that extra shit like yeah. give me the cable let me be able to make it what way I want and I'll make up my own workouts like I wish that there was that option because mm-hmm. it's in theory re- like reasonably priced and then it's like sixty dollars a month for the I'm so sorry Delilah's barking her head That's off okay. again okay so oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry, I might as well just keep going. Yeah, I'm just gonna vibe with it. Um, yeah, so 
I, I just, I feel like they are trying to be too specific. Like they're trying to put you in a box. Like you have to also use the membership mm-hmm. where it's like, I could get by just using your product. Just using the equipment. Yeah. yeah. It's very interesting. I mean, for the people that it works for, I get why it works. And the people that it doesn't, I also get why it doesn't work. Like I'm not a person that like necessarily wants to work out from home. Um, but there are people that have that luxury of like, I only have 45 minutes in between X, Y, and Z. So I'm going to do it from home. So I don't have the travel time as well. Like it makes sense. Um, and those people generally can afford to do that. So (laughs) I get, I get, uh, why that is like a luxury that we want to spend money on well and that's a great point some people are not good at being like self-led like they Mm -hmm. need kind of like that push which all respect but like also think about the people who don't you know Uh, yeah for sure um okay so well that's like the people that don't they're like well you'll just go join a gym so they're not you're not their demographic you're not their demographic in the slightest all right so other health um focused things um so basically employers are starting to actually regard mental health as a serious topic um (laughs) because employees are no longer ignoring burnout so they're either vocalizing it asking for different kinds of benefits um or obviously the great resignation uh leaving their jobs and going find something where else that will help them and accommodate them um so a lot of uh bigger companies have been shifting their healthcare packages to accommodate having some sort of mental health um like in in it as well to offer to their employees um and that obviously telehealth has been like an uptrend um yeah. that will continue because employees especially employees that are working from home they will utilize that especially if it's part of their benefits yeah and i i know that a lot of companies aren't doing that which is Mm -hmm. salty i now work for a company that very much values a lot of that stuff which is amazing Mm -hmm. um but yeah i think it's funny they're just like well we kept getting turnover i don't know what was causing it and now Mm -hmm. they're like oh apparently they weren't happy even though i'm sure a lot of people are very vocal that like Mm -hmm. you know they're being overworked or underpaid or what have you um so it's nice to see that I don't know how much of it is they're wanting to do it in some cases I feel like some of it's are like we have well that's (laughs) I mean that's how great change is always made it's when someone draws a line in the sand and says this will no longer be acceptable um and I think I honestly don't know that it would have ever happened if COVID didn't happen and that people were stuck at home facing themselves without having like I'm going to work I have to get up I have to go to work I have to come home I have to cook I have to go to bed I have to like competing like over and over again when they have to actually sit with themselves for a while Um, I don't know that it would have ever been a huge bigger movement than it is currently um so yeah there is obviously a lot of companies that aren't doing that but the fact that like Amazons are starting to do that and like uh what was the example they gave like apple google and Mm -hmm. stuff are starting to make that move it is going to trickle down to smaller companies where (laughs) yes where it's like okay well i used to work at google and now you want to bring me in because of my experience but these are all the things i was offered before like you're not going to be able to pull somebody who has this crazy great experience for your like little business that like you're trying to get off the ground so it's it has to start somewhere um unfortunately it took a pandemic to do it but you know we'll take the wins and losses as they come i suppose i was gonna say i guess there's a few benefits i mean Mm -hmm. we had to get to the very very bottom to get here (laughs) we had to get to the very very bottom to get the scraps but yeah no it and it's funny because like i was just talking about this with someone recently like i am not the person that i was in 2019 oh no like 
I I have. I couldn't even tell you what I was doing. (laughs) (laughs) Like, obviously you change. Like, that's Mm. a part of life. But like, it's just like, it's crazy to think like, there was 2019 me and now there's 20 to 2022 me. Like, there's no like, 2020 me 2021 like I've just been this constant so like there was BC uh, and there was AC there was before (laughs) COVID and there's after COVID and there's nothing in between it'll be interesting like when we're out from this further like Mm -hmm. how much it really has impacted people probably not for the good but also somewhat yes I do think a lot of uh companies had the realization that a lot of their employees could work from home if they have that preference and so Mm -hmm. I think that is something that will probably stay long term again out of drawing a line in the sand and being like Mm -hmm. I will not do this I will I would rather leave than to put up with that but um so we're saying is speak up yeah for sure. I mean, that's about everything in general, but, um, okay. So then also, um, I don't exactly know what this means. I did not, I wrote it down because I'm interested in it to look it up myself, but value-based healthcare is something that's going to be more popular. Um, I'm assuming it's not just like an overarching healthcare that's like offered by jobs and stuff like that. Um, and then care one medical is going to explode this year. Apparently don't know what that means. Don't know what that is, <laughs> but hopefully we get to find out about it soon. Um, and Gen X actually is pushing for more, um, met, uh, menopause care because obviously they're starting to kind of get in that age bracket and we've just have like no research on it, no doctors that specialize in it, no way to handle or know anything about it. And so that's why like Gen X is like, yo, what, what's going on? And so yeah. we're going to see a spike in that hopefully in the next year. Or so two I just looked up value-based insurance mm-hmm. and yes, we are here for it. So basically it's a Perfect. strategy which health insurance purchasers, such as employers, use its power in the market to hold providers accountable for both cost and quality of health care. Okay. Yes, we are definitely here So that. the fact that insulin costs like 500 fucking dollars a month <laughs> and stuff like that like Literally. hopefully um people you know getting away from that which is just insane to me like it's just i i have to not think about it because it just stresses me out and i go into like this yeah. like downward spiral when it's like stuff is so expensive for no reason but greed mm-hmm. and well and then the, the person that was getting interviewed literally was <laughs> like um well it's been proved it's been shown that the american healthcare system has failed you all and i was like oh no shit <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> i was like oh thanks it's in- it's insane it's insane that we got covid tests at the very like ending like i mean obviously we're still in the pandemic but like we got covid tests at the very like i literally two just years got in last week two years like, in, literally yes. yeah and there's other countries that i was like oh we got like two or three a week it's like what do you what do you fucking mean like it's just yeah okay um yeah okay so was there any other health um the the last one that i have is just that like cbd will continue to be popular and probably like uh the beauty space and obviously for the people that it works for well um in -hmm. other uses like we'll continue to use it but it's probably not going to be pushed as much for that um but that psychedelics probably in the next not year, but like 10 years will, um, there'll be more of a push to use it for mental health purposes. Um, they were talking about like, obviously like microdosing on certain things, uh, to help with depression. And then there's been a lot of research about, um, ketamine being used to treat depression as well. So just things that they're, yeah, things that they're looking for, for the next like 10 years, not so much like 
the next year. Tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's really interesting. I've, I've heard a podcast um, a while back that was like talking about, and I think I've even been on this side of TikTok of microdosing in how much it helps people because I don't know. I think it's wild, but I mean, it's just like any other drug. Like I'm not necessarily saying like, hey, go do acid this weekend, mm-hmm. but yeah. at the same time, like what is made up of your ADHD medicine or your like depression medicine. Like, I just think it's interesting that people are taking these different avenues because mm-hmm. they've seen the benefits of it being abused. So they're like, wow, how can yeah. we like lower and that, this? <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing is like, it's been so stigmatized and because like laws have been so obviously because it's been abused and stuff, like it, it's hard because laws obviously prevent people from actually getting to utilize it, that it might help, but hopefully the research in coming years and maybe destigmatizing it and maybe getting a control on the drug problem in the United States We'll see if all those things can fall in line, but they're saying that like definitely more research is going to continue to be done and like more people will be able to utilize it widely. And hopefully more people will be cleared of their convictions for drugs. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Is that all you had? Yes, that is. That's all good. That was all really good stuff. Thank you. I told you, I was like, you're going to want to listen to this podcast. Yeah, no, I'm going to check it out after this. Um, But yeah, so... Delilah, stop breaking as I stop talking. Um, so going a little bit, like I, I have, we're ending on a more kind of like dark topic, um, right. not dark, but like serious. So mm-hmm. I want to lighten things up a little bit. Um, so these are again, this is from the Every Girl. So just trends from 2022 are like trends that were kind of 2021 that we're carrying into 2022. Yeah. Some of them I'm very much here for. Some of them I am not, um, and I'm interested to hear your takes. So. Um, this specific blog post, um, just listed a few. Mm-hmm. So first and foremost, um, I'm curious, I already know what you're going to say, oh, no. but I'm going to say this anyway. So <laughs> knit sweats, knitted sweatpants. So like skims, like they're comfy cozy. Okay. I was picturing <laughs> thick like <knitted>. crochet. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have been seeing a lot of stuff people be like, oh my God, Skims is amazing. So I would be interested to see. But you're also a naturally sweaty person. So yes. I, that's you- going to be hot as hell. Like, <laughs> I was picturing like little shorts, not like full length pants. Okay, so yeah. maybe that's what I was. Well, the shorts as well. Like I know Skims has shorts. They do. So yes. And that's yes. exactly what I was picturing. Yeah. Um, but no, the, the article listed like primarily sweatpants, which okay. Me with the cold chills I've been having the last few days, like, cover me in them. That's all I will wear. I will not change. Um, you know, if it's soft enough, I could be down. I don't really true. wear sweatpants, though, so I guess we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, this one I'm actually kind of proud of. Um, like apparently purple is very <gasps> – like, purple in all forms, like nails, shirts. Oh, okay. Like, I do, lilac. I do love me some purple. Um, yeah, no, I – I painted my nails and I will send you a picture, Marissa. I'm very proud of them. Um, I painted them like a lilac color. And then I mm-hmm. saw this article and a nail article that was like, lilac is the color of nails for spring. I was like, hell yes. That's like, funny. Um, well, Pantone's color of the year is like a version of like purple. It's very pale. Yeah, it's ultra. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was ultraviolet like last year, two years ago, right? Uh, two, I think it was two years ago, yeah. And then like last year was literally like they picked two and it was brown and yellow. Yeah. 
whatever. <laughs> but yes, love a purple trend. I do actually have like a purple nail polish that when, for some reason, when I paint on my hands, no one gives a shit about. But when I paint it on my toes, I have girls comment on it all of the time. And I don't know oh, why. Oh, feet people probably. It's always females. It's never been like a guy's like, oh, I like the color of your toenails. It'll be like, I'll be wearing sandals. I'm like, oh my God, I love that color. And I'm like, oh, weird, but all okay. right. <laughs> I, well, I'm sure it's another thing with like skin tone too. Like I'm yeah. sure I like well, and I'll put it on my hands after that to be like, hopefully I get more compliments and it's <laughs> never, I never get it on my fingernails. Nah, bitch, you're trying too hard now. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, cool. Okay. Um, something that I literally said no emoji next to <laughs> was chain belts. Okay. Uh... <laughs> So there's a girl on TikTok, a woman on TikTok, and she posts her outfits. And she, I don't know if you've ever seen her, she's blonde. Um, and she like uses like harnesses in her outfits every day. Like she dresses pretty feminine. Yeah. Like she has actually kind of flexes between like feminine and masculine, but she'll yeah. put like a dress on and put a harness over it. But then she'll put like a chain, like all I can picture is like a chain to your wallet from Rupert Loop. Yes. She uses those and I'm like, ah, oh, I don't know if I can get down to that. But I also have seen girls with like the little like limited to like circle. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it brings me back to. Yes. Like does it even like it's not like give it a lot of fashion isn't functional but like mm -hmm. when it comes to belts like they already are annoying mm -hmm. so like the fact that I don't think it actually holds anything up I feel like I have like this random core memory of trying to use like a limited two belt and <laughs> my pants were so balled down like what is your purpose um I don't know I'm not a fan but that I, that's interesting I'm not either I'll I'll take the sweatpants over that I I'm kind of interested though in the the Avril Lavigne chain wallet vibe though because it has a function, at least. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to send Definitely you one of her TikToks so you, like, get the vibe of what I mean. Because her, she's very stylish, but then every once in a while she'll be like, I'm going to clip a chain to my belt. And I'm like, <laughs> damn, I don't know about that one. <laughs> is that, that is some real feminine energy, mm -hmm. just to be like, I'm going to do this. a chain wallet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so this was interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, sequins and metallics. Fucking shit. No. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I no, would no, like no, to no, leave no. that in twenty what twenty twelve twenty sequins. Yeah, I was gonna say probably like when I was in eighth grade, maybe that and too. like metallic. No, I'd be. I will. Ugh, I gotta look up. I haven't looked up anything from New York Fashion Week yet, so I'll have to look it up and be like, okay, how has it been done? I just don't. I can't see a world where I put on a metallic top and I don't look like I'm going to the Jersey Shore. It yeah, I, I will me. say my my mother has a metallic top that I absolutely love. But other than that, everything I've ever seen that's metallic is just like <sighs> yeah. fugly as hell. Like it just <laughs> it doesn't look like it would compliment literally anyone. No, it doesn't. It looks and then bad we on just all we just discussed. We're like, okay, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gold girls now. And then I'm like, yeah. I had to put on a gold fucking top. No chance. No, no chance. That's too much. Too much. And then sequins, like Garbage. I mean, I already Garbage <laughs> trash, throw it away. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> Something I saw for that too was like bags. Like, do you remember those like netted bags that had like sequins and like fucking yes. like tethered? Yes. Edges? You wanna know what like, I pictured when you said sequins? I pictured like a tank top where like when it's pushed one way it says twilight and when you push it the other way it says like vampire princess in all red or something yeah <laughs> that's my picture trying to make a, a comeback i am not here for it please stay away 
another thing that I'm not super here for, I want to be here for this next trend so bad, but okay. I just, I, it's not in the cards for me as a woman spreader. Um, mini skirts. Oh, I can see why it's going to be trendy because that like vibe is like trendy right now, but uh, yeah. I got too much thighs. I, I was just say, I have too much thighs. I don't know how to sit properly. Like, yeah. I don't like having to think about like how I'm positioned. Like I struggle yeah. enough with like shorter dresses, let alone. Yes. An yes, even yes. Shorter skirt. But like tights have come back into style, like, uh, like nylons and tights have come back into style. So I can see like maybe with that, but even then I'm like, it's a little, it's a little risky. Yes. Not it's definitely not functional. They were cute. Like, don't get me wrong. And I've mm. seen a lot on Pinterest too. I, okay. I've looked on Pinterest a little bit cause I don't necessarily count that as like social media. So yeah. Um, I, I've seen cute outfits with it, but then I'm like, Alyssa, is this realistic? Same with white <laughs> pants. Like white pants are mm-hmm. in and I'm like, I stain brown pants. So I don't <laughs> think I could achieve this. No. I dead ass got Papa John's garlic sauce. Of course you on did. Fucking brown pants like two weeks ago. Of course. So no, I can't have white pants. <laughs> of course. That's funny. Um, the next one was chunky loafers what does that mean hold on so i'm gonna google while you talk yes um so i'm here for loafers i really like them they're kind of like flats with like an elegant style i got what you're saying it's just like i can be here for this i think it's a vibe to me like i like how it's like it's got like kind of that healed look Mm -hmm. but without having your foot cropped vertical yeah and i think um like platform shoes in general have kind of kind of had a comeback and so like mm-hmm. I think I like this better than like a regular loafer to be honest yeah no I'm here for it okay and then the last thing um was feathers not in hair thank god guys <laughs> count our blessings um but just in general which I guess is still not okay like feathers like on the end of like I don't know how to explain it like because this was on- something too I looked on um like trends from fashion week too and i saw a little bit of that as well mm-hmm. um just like feathers on the end like lining feathers like with shirts kind of like a, a nightgown-esque look do you know what i mean from like forever ago <laughs> okay um i don't know i don't i don't really like the idea of using feathers oh well, i don't really like the idea of using like most animal skins yeah <laughs> as like as like clothing but um i'd have to see it number one number two i did automatically think like oh shit we're putting feathers back in our hair <laughs> um at least it's, and it's not did. tinsel like i could see the tinsel coming wow. out before feathers same um but yeah no i mean it is kind of cute but i don't know if it's for me you know all right so i'm here for the loafers and that's about all i got <laughs> and purple and purple we do love purple yes um, okay, then also I found out in that article that apparently Gen Z thinks blonde hair is chuggy. Did you know that? I did know that. <laughs> that the hurt thing my is, feels. you're a very, like, it's apparent that you're a natural blonde. Yeah, that's fair. So, like, I think it's like the, like, you're growing out your roots look and, like, people mm, are over that maybe. You're, like, platinum, like, yeah. way too, like, yellow almost. That's yes. fair. Yes. I saw that and I could look no further. I was like, all right, <laughs> Like, yes. I can't help this. You're like, great. What am I supposed to dye it all black? That's good. Yeah. Imagine your roots growing in just bright white out of black hair. That'd be I would insane. look like a fucking skunk. <laughs> like, um, like, <laughs> 
Um, okay, so we ended up talking for a very long time. We did. Um, so I, I do have some cultural trends. I'm just going to fly through them because oh, I think God. that they're important. Okay. Uh, but maybe flying through it instead of going in depth will be for the best because Perfect. we're just going to rip the Band-Aid off as, uh-huh. aside from like thinking about it. Um, so kind of like what you talked about before, um, this is from Forbes too, if you want to look it up and learn more. But um, the return to tradition. So like you said, um, uncertainty, this is how they worded it. Uncertainty has created a strong nostalgia for the good old days and newfound desire to be rooted in tradition. So like like you said, I feel like people are kind of like clinging to the past because they were like, things were so pure then. Like, yeah. so people are bringing some of that back, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one was the metaverse, which is scary. Great. Um, <laughs> uh, so just in general, they're kind of jurisdiction because with lockdown, like a lot of people, you know, weren't able to interact in the physical mm-hmm. world. And now the physical world is going to start competing with the virtual word yeah. world. I can't talk. Um which is terrifying. I saw another article about people who are CGIing people of color um, to model their clothes instead of hiring. <sighs> it's a, it's scary times, friends. Sure. Um, and then another thing, um, the third thing was creator inequality. So mm-hmm. the creator economy is kind of starting to mirror the structural like inequalities that we already have. Mm-hmm. Um, it's insane. Like I think. Um, like 99% of the revenue on like Twitch is just to the like top 1%. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. So it's like stuff like that, where I think people are also starting to like, be aware of that and being like, hey, that's not fucking cool. Yeah. Um, The next thing was divisions and diversity. So I'm going to actually read a lot of this because I thought this was super interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, So Gen Z is now the largest generation globally and more racially and ethically diverse. Mm-hmm. Um, according to research, one in four um, Gen Zs are Hispanic, 14% are African-American, and 6% are Asian. Um, and their views on gender and identity are more fluid than previous generations. Um, there was a study in UK that predicts that 40% of the population is estimated to be non-white by tw- 2061. I struggle mm-hmm. to like pronounce that. Um <laughs> A long time, if we're still alive. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's it's really cool. Like, um, it's not, and like, it's not about being stuck in a box. Like, people, like, they're just kind of like mm-hmm. all about just self love. Like, do you? Mm-hmm. Um, but a, a side note to that is brands now really need to like choose a side. Like, they can't just be neutral. Like, people yeah. are like, I'm not going to fucking support you if you don't support XYZ. So, 100%. Which is, I think we're in that time. You can't avoid it. Like I could see previously, but like now we're in this like political post-Trump society and you Mm -hmm. can no longer do that. Um, Another thing that it listed for trends for 22 uh, was ethical investment, which is something I've kind of gotten more into. Mm -hmm. So um, young people don't necessarily have the same trust in central institutions like their parents. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, shopping more with with value as opposed like consistency as opposed to kind of like fast um and and with that too crypto so like 95 percent of people who own crypto are millennials and gen z i was gonna say that seemed pretty accurate (laughs) yeah but at the same time 57 percent of them have sold stock when they think a company is not serving the best interests of the planet or society okay so we're fucking shut up and i'm here for it i feel like Big companies are getting very nervous when the baby boomers start to kind of dwindle out. Mm -hmm. Um, Something else that you actually brought up was employee activism. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so before companies, this is also me kind of paraphrasing what they said because they said it perfectly and I cannot word. Um, but um, I cannot word. Yeah. Um, before companies only really had to answer to like shareholders and mm-hmm. consumers. And now young people are like, get fucked. Yeah. Um, and a lot of them like activism is becoming more mainstream. So they're bringing like their views and values into the workforce. And like, mm-hmm. like you said, like they're not putting up with being burned out. They're not be- putting up with being underpaid or not getting yeah. the benefits they need, which again is something that was, is well overdue, but um, I think it seems like our generation and the generation after us is ready to throw hands. Oh, a hundred percent. Gen Z, I've never met anybody. <laughs> like if I picture Gen Z as a person, I'm like, I've never met anybody more ready to throw a punch than that person in my life. They look like they, it's like a, a variation of, um, what's his name? Binky from Arthur. Do you know okay. what I'm talking about? The moose? Is it a moose? You know what I'm talking about? The bully? Also, R.I.P. Arthur, it went off the air, so it's very, like, top of mind. <laughs> it is very funny. Um, but no, that's... I oh, think I know that's, who you're talking about. That's what they envisioned to me. Like, they're oh. just ready. They're, okay. they're proper, but they're ready to throw I them. envisioned a girl, like, a teenage girl that has, like, um, e- like e-girl clothing on, mm. but then, like, a candy necklace and is ready to just fucking deck you. <laughs> <laughs> that is what gen z looks like to me with like neon green earrings yeah that's ready to fuck you up and have facts to back oh yeah never has been more researched than anybody in a fight which is terrifying but i'm glad i'm on their side yes (laughs) it's a good time to be on gen z's side so if not you should definitely get on their side um and then the last one this is something again you talked about um consumerism in crisis um, so climate justice requires a system of change and mass behavioral change. So younger consumers are like, Hey, you companies need to transform your shit and mm-hmm. be a part of the solution. Cause the planet is dying, yeah. which again is super cool to me. So, um, yeah, all the things, again, there was a lot of good stuff from that article, but I don't want to go over it too much time um but yeah that's what's like going on in the world right now do you that's feel what's trendy that's what's popping just so everybody knows. i feel educated yeah i feel so i feel so much smarter i'm so glad i can enjoy purple and green like i once was hoping i could yeah um yeah that's it's all very interesting it's a it's very reflective i think of the last couple of years which i've never actually looked at like specific trend forecasts and stuff so i think it is interesting to kind of look at and Honestly, if I lived a different life, maybe that's what I would be into because I was yeah. like, damn, this is very interesting. Um, but yeah, if you have any trends that you've heard about or any of these speak to you, feel free to find us on Instagram, your friends suck. Uh, email us, your friends suck pod at gmail.com with that or any other topics you want us to talk about. Um, we're looking forward to someday talking about uh, <laughs> uh, virtual. Why do I want to say virtual <laughs> yeah. minimalism? I mean, that's kind of what it is. Sure. We're going so, not CGI. Um, yeah. <laughs> that uh, find us on Patreon, your friends suck podcast. Did you have anything else you wanted to add before we say goodbye? I did not. I hope you all are thriving and mm-hmm. taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Drink fluids. Mm-hmm. Um, be mindful. Mm-hmm. Learn things. Stay off your phones. Okay. Well, thank you all for joining us uh, this week. We will see you next week. As always, wear a mask, wash your hands, and probably go buy some cryptocurrency and invest it into something (laughs) smart. Because that's the way to fucking go. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Your friends suck.